Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of Adam and Simon Bullshit Busters. I'm Simon Batchelor. I'm Adam Bastock. And in this episode we are going to be talking about the big question of is this new Apple announcement the beginning of the end of Facebook ads? So this sounds like a very big lofty claim and some of you may be aware that Apple have made an announcement recently uh, about how they're going to be changing some of their privacy settings on their phones. And this is going to have a big, big impact for Facebook ads. So, Adam, do you want to start off by just giving us a kind of uh, non-tech summary of what Apple's announcement is all about? Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. So this is kind of, to kind of paint the scene a little bit, where this is coming coming from is around the concerns of privacy and a lot of Apple's shift towards kind of privacy as is their kind of USP or selling point and their kind of brand um, identity, I guess, to a certain extent. In practical terms, what it means is that that digital tracking in that sense of going from Facebook through to a another website, um, the tracking between those two entities is becoming opt-in rather than opt-out. So what that means is, is that for the majority of people, you are not going to be automatically tracked between those two visits. That sounds kind of great from a, a customer point of view, because it means that, you know, you're not going to get all those annoying remarketing ads appearing everywhere. Uh, from a business point of view, it's a very annoying thing, because it means you're not going to get all those remarketing ads everywhere. Um, I think that that's my kind of initial summary of it. The details are still coming out and it's still kind of ongoing. Mm. So this is going to be changing and this isn't kind of gospel. This might, um, there's still going to be a lot of nuance to, to work through on this, but at a very broad level, it's around privacy and it means that e-commerce tracking isn't going to be as kind of omnipotent as it currently is. Yeah. And I think also just to add another bit of clarity to that, when we say remarketing ads, we mean when you look at, let's say, some Wellington boots on a website and then you go onto another website and you see those same boots pop up in another ad saying, would you like to buy this? That is a remarketing ad. It's not just for e-commerce, though. Um, businesses use it all across the Internet. Um, so when you go to a brand's website, you may then see adverts about that brand, about their mm -hmm. story, about how they add value. It's one of the techniques that we uh, talk about uh, as part of Marketing Success Club and the coaching I do. And as also part of the digital marketing agency, we have many, many clients that use um, remarketing ads um, yeah. and also just generally targeted Facebook ads. Um, there's there's a lot of things that you can target on Facebook ads. Um, those of uh, the listeners who have tried Facebook ads will know just quite how much detail you can go into with Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. It is their entire business model. Um, so this announcement from Apple is obviously a real slap in the face because essentially this is a big technology platform provider taking the first step, probably of many, um, in saying, actually, do you know what? We are not going to just automatically send you this information. And the way that I guess some of the, the kind of hype and scaremongering around what this announcement is has come up from the fact of the words Apple you are using in the pop-up. That's what really started this whole thing because Apple are obviously making this sound a lot worse for mm. the user than Facebook would like. <laughs> um, so I feel like 
essentially, we, this isn't a uh, a podcast where we want to scaremonger or build on this hype. But what we wanted to do was have a bit of a discussion around the fact that actually thinking about this retargeting and business models beyond Facebook's into small businesses, maybe small app firms, small tech firms, whose business model does rely on these ads. Is this the beginning of the end of that business model? Um, because this is the actually this is the second step Facebook uh, Apple have taken against Facebook, um, and they've got another one coming for Google where they're going to make mm -hmm. Google the non not the default search engine on OS devices, um, which is partly where a lot of Google's dominance comes from. So, thinking about this, Adam, have you got any thoughts on on the sort of the beginning of a trend developing, would you say, with sort of privacy and tracking? I think, yeah, there's been kind of, there's been a lot of rumours, especially from Apple over the past couple of years in this direction. Um, there's some rumours they're developing their own search engine as well, which obviously has kind of, in the SEO community, raised questions and, and kind of curiosity around what that's going to look like. Um, so there is a, there's two elements to this. One is, is kind of Apple selling it as a privacy thing, and it looks quite good from a consumer point of view in that you are then protected against these evil businesses who are trying to um, follow you around and, and kind of sell you things. The other side of it is an Apple getting more control over your data and basically blocking it from being used from external sites. So if they are using you in a, sorry, if you are using their own search engine, if that is a thing, um, and you know, the only per person that kind of has access to your tracking data and history is Apple, I think that's perhaps a separate um, podcast and conversation to have. But I think, you know, it's not as, as kind of clear cut as it is. To take it back to digital marketing, I think the way we're seeing this going is it's not going to stop. I think the trend is definitely going that way. There's been enough concerns and and stories around privacy in various guises, whether it's WhatsApp's updates recently, which we've seen, mm. or through to just general kind of uh, kind of online hygiene of digital marketing and um, kind of what that looks like for consumers and, and kind of at a broader level. I think I don't think this is going to go away. I think it's going to develop. How it's mm. going to develop, we don't know yet, and it's very difficult to paint that. Yeah. To, to stop using big kind of grand words and to kind of rambling on, which I realise I'm doing now, I think from, from, a, from a business owner point of view, the concern here is you don't own the data that you think you might own. You know, mm. you're using Facebook ads, it, therefore you are using uh, a Facebook ads tool. That is not your doing. Um, so be very wary of kind of where your customers are coming from at the minute, because in the future you might not be able to track that. And, mm. and kind of secondary and, and more, more worse, worse than that, is that you don't own kind of where they're coming from. And therefore there's much more limited control over what you can do if your kind of defined source of customers disappears. Um, yeah, I think yeah. that's a really, a really good point because the, um, the number of businesses I meet who, who have a website and then they have Facebook ads, and that's it when it comes to marketing. And essentially, if Facebook ads stops being measurable, obviously they've got a decision, do we keep putting money into it even if we can't measure that? I mean, although initially it's just going to be iPhone users won't be mm. trackable, which for most people is a very slim slice of their traffic. But still, it's if that starts to grow, if that goes to iPads, then to all Apple devices, which it could quite feasibly do within the next six months to a year, you know, does that actually then mean that Facebook ads just isn't measurable and therefore is less attractive? Now, as you were saying, because you don't own that data, obviously you're paying Facebook for that 
state that um that traffic to come in it's like i think we talk a lot about owned and bought traffic and facebook yeah. ads are bought traffic and owned traffic is where you do a search on any search engine and arrive on a website organically without needing an ad and that is the the strongest and most reliable source of traffic because it's it's only really sort of jumps around a little bit in the search results depending on what people search for and their connection to you but ultimately organic seo traffic is a really powerful and is fairly sort of solid in terms of yeah. the traffic um, but if you're using any form of ads then obviously that's a paid luxury traffic because you know it only works while the platform works now the other way you could do this is obviously if you've got a mailing list for example you own mm -hmm. that mailing list even if you've got it on Drip or MailChimp or Klaviyo, that's fine. It's on a platform, yes. But ultimately, you can take that list away and use it somewhere else. So you, you still own that data. And I think the businesses that are shouting the loudest at the moment about this Facebook announcement all have all of their eggs in one basket, and that is the Facebook ads basket. So if, you've, if you're in that position, then this is where you may need to start broadening your horizons. But if you... If you've got three or things at play and in play at the moment, then this just reinforces why that's important. I think there's a really good kind of quote here, which I'm not sure who's attributed to, but it's the whole build a brand, not a business. Because um, I think it's a really good demonstrator of why you can build a business on Facebook ads alone, but you can't really build a brand on Facebook ads alone. So to take, if you t took an example of say drop shipping, that's quite a common one where you know, the tactics are you find uh, some products that someone else will basically deliver for you. Um, and as long as you can advertise at less than the, the kind of profit margin on those items, you will make money. Um, so a lot of dropshippers will be spending a lot of money on Facebook ads as a way to kind of get to market because they can't get as much quicker to do that than it is to do Google ads or to do Google um, search or PR and stuff. As soon as a change like this happens, their business will disappear overnight. Whereas if you are, have built a brand and you have kind of used Facebook as, as one source of five different sources of traffic where, okay, well, once people do come to your website and find you, they are then, you know, put into an email list, which then you're kind of nurturing and, and, and building them out on, or they're reading content on your site that they're finding through Google search, or they're reading about you in a magazine because you've taken out some PR work or digital PR work. Um, and they're finding you from, you know, Wired magazine or from mm. um, House and Country or wherever it might be that kind of spread even if any one of those disappears you've still got the other three or four to kind of hold you in place um whereas something like drop shipping where you're doing it all on one um kind of quick result uh, marketing channel as soon as that disappears you don't have a business yeah so i, I think, think that's really important to, to yeah. note because you've you're right if you if, if you put all of your effort and time into developing one thing yes you might get some quick results they're expensive results, but if, if you can make a margin on it, that's great. And a lot of people do. So I feel like it's it feels like the kind of announcement that is quite important in the sense that for a lot of businesses, it should be a chime to reflect on mm. maybe where your traffic's coming from, where your risk is in your in your marketing, but also your risk in your customer acquisition. So, you know, obviously with the lockdown we've had you know, that put an end to face-to-face -face networking. I mean, we all had to learn how to network on Zoom. So I think suddenly people were like, oh my God, all my business is gone. I, I don't get to meet people anymore. We've all had to pivot. If you're, if you're currently heavily relying on ads, then maybe you need to start looking at, at, at diversifying. So I think really yeah. 
you know, if I was to sort of summarise the announcement, it's like it's probably the first of many steps that are going to make the effectiveness of tracked advertising decrease. I, I, I don't see that getting more and more strong or effective over time. I think probably the opposite. And I think the businesses who are just now to own more of their marketing, to own more of their traffic and customer acquisition will outlast any um, mixture of announcements that may follow. Um, what's your sort of sort of summary thoughts on it, Adam? I think I agree there. And I think the point you made about this year with COVID having the impact is, you know, nothing is certain. Things will come out of anywhere. And, and the businesses that can adapt and have kind of got those mitigation strategies already built into their business will survive much better. So, you know, if you've got a real, a real good mix of your customer base coming from referrals, from um, kind of branded work, from Facebook and Google Ads, and they're all being used as tools to, to, to kind of amplify your business rather than as sole contributors to your business, you're going to be in a much better place long term, no matter what happens, really. Because um, as you say, anything could happen. If Google disappears tomorrow, which I don't think it will do, but if it does, then, you know, if people still know your brand and still know your website, mm. they'll still be able to find you. Whereas yeah. if you're only doing SEO work, then that's, you know, that's going to be a high risk as well. So I think plan for uncertainty and just make sure that you're doing as much empathetic marketing with your customers as possible. Yeah. That'd be my summary. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think that brings us neatly to a close on this discussion yes. for now. We'll definitely be back for more with updates as the situation develops, as they say on the news. <laughs> um, so if you've enjoyed this podcast, then do hit a subscribe button near you. If that happens to be on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, um, then do give us a subscribe. That would be uh, really wonderful if you could. If you know any other small business owners who you think might need to hear this update, then do forward it on to them. We'd love you to share the episodes. So thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Drop the job. I'm a Simon.